Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love stages podcast subscribe to stages podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net Hello, welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, joined by our friend Mark Lupo from Us Weekly magazine. Mark, are you there? Hello. Hello, Rob. Hello. I wanted to say actually hello to Doris. Um, You're back home at Doris's house on Long Island. How is it? I had to lock the door of my bedroom because she was dying to come into the podcast taping. <laughs> we should have her on one week. It'd be really terrific to actually speak to her. Mark, I haven't been able to figure out any rhyme or reason. When are you in Harlem at your apartment and why are you at Doris's? What, what's the reason behind your moving around? That's a great question. So this summer, I felt like it would be best to spend time with family and friends on Long Island. My parents have a pool, so they've been catering to me in the backyard, bringing me drinks and food whenever I call for it. And I figured, you know, once the leaves change and the pool is closed up, I'd go back to the city. You've used them. So you've checked into the Delano Long Island, basically, (laughs) for the summer, and you're lazying around the pool. And now that um, summer's over, you're back to the city. You're terrible, terrible. Doris, if you need any company, I'm available. We should all head over to Doris's. Mark, what time is it? It is tea Tea time. time. It is indeed. Mark, you've got the lead story today. It's tomorrow's Us Weekly cover. We get it first. It, It is explosive, Mark. A Scientology cover. What is going on? Rob, this is so juicy, and I can't think of a better way to start my Thursday than to talk about Scientology with you. Yes. So the Church of Scientology is tightening the reins on some of their most 
high-profile members. Let me explain what's going on, Rob. So the Church of Scientology has been under fire more than ever, but people like Tom Cruise, Kirstie Alley, and John Travolta are not speaking out, and we now know why. So these members have invested so much in the Church of Scientology and in their late in their leader David Miscavige. They're kind of afraid to say anything and to speak out. So right now they're kind of forced to sit back in silence and watch as the church crumbles. Now everyone knows that David Miscavige runs the church like a dictator. His word is all powerful and the risk of speaking out is great. It could be life ending it could ruin your career mm. now rob we know about a lot of the scandals because leah remini a former member of the church spoke out about the wrongdoings of the church on her a e show exposing some of the most dark and evil things they have done uh, we also know about that 70s star danny masterson he's being a- accused of raping three different women uh, in the past although he denies that his lawyer said it's not true mm. Um, it's pretty bad what's going on, Rob, and uh, it's hard to watch members like Tom Cruise and Kirstie Alley sit back and not say anything, but I do want to point out some of these members, they really have invested their whole lives into the church. They credit them with saving their lives. Kirstie Alley credits the church with getting her off drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, John Travolta, he, he really credits them for doing so much, despite the fact that his wife, Kelly, had passed away uh, not too long ago from cancer. Uh, the church got him through when his son passed away uh, about 10 mm-hmm. years ago, that he credits the church with helping him and getting him through that time. Uh, so they really do owe, uh, or at least they think they owe the church so much. Where do you stand on this? It's very, very complicated. So the Church of Scientology has always been controversial. We've always known that. But recently, there has been some incidents, particularly Danny's, which he does deny. We should point that out. But have been really, really shocking. And it is surprising. It should be surprising, although it's not, that nobody within the church has spoken out. This is Tom's life. This is John Travolta's life. They've invested in it. And I think... With any belief, whether it be a good or a bad one, I'm trying not to judge, but um, you you really do believe in it. That's why it's a a belief. I did think after the recent death of John Travolta's wife that he he might have doubts, but he hasn't. I'm told he doubled down on this. So for me, it's shocking but maybe not that surprising. Now, Mark, I know at Us Weekly, you're like the Scientology in between, between the church and the magazine. Whenever a magazine or anybody, any reporter publishes a big story, you do have to reach out and try to get a comment. Did you reach out to to the church? What did they say? Yes, Rob. So any story that I work on, I always reach out and give them a courtesy heads up and try to get a comment or just to make sure our reporting is fair and balanced. And I did reach out on this story. And not surprisingly, the church reacted in a very negative uh, way and was really upset with our reporting. They even called it ludicrous. Now, Rob, uh, you know... (sighs) It puts me in a weird spot. I can't help but think that they're they're scared that our reporting is accurate and that they're worried about how this will um, change the perception of the church. Yeah, I think you're right. I used to be a publicist for a long time, for over a decade. So reporters like Mark would call me. Now I'm the reporter doing the calling. And I've got to admit, when I flew off the handle, when I got nasty, when I screamed and shouted, I've even 
dare I say, dare I admit, I even think I might have hung up the phone once or twice. That's <laughs> always when the reporting is correct. It really is. Yeah. When reporters get stuff wrong, it's quite easy to laugh and then work with them to, to fix it. When you get something correct, it's when you get the nastiest. And I think that's true in our private lives too. You don't have to be a big celebrity or a Scientologist to think of this. Think of the last time you got really nasty with a friend or a family member. I bet it was because they called you out on something that was true. So watch what you do here. I, I love this show for, for many reasons. It is a celebrity show, but really we use celebrities as a jumping off point to talk about our own lives. So I think there's a lesson here, Mark. What about you? When you're caught doing something you shouldn't, Mark, is that when you're the nastiest? Looking back on my behavior, I would say, yeah, it's it's when I was the nastiest. And mm-hmm. now I'm more aware of that and how I, yeah, yeah, yeah. How I respond. It's, I think it's easier to tell the truth or to work with someone when you've gotten caught that rather than explode in rage and, and right. demand that they don't do something. It only makes you look more guilty. Honestly, yeah. I'm not telling you to stop doing naughty stuff. Keep doing it if it makes you happy. <laughs> but you're going to give yourself away if you get nasty when you're caught. Next time you're caught doing something naughty, be very cool and collected and then they'll never know. This brings us to our poll question of the day. It is a really good one. The Church of Scientology has tightened its reins on its members. Will Tom Cruise ever tell all? Will he leave the church? Yes or no? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. Leave a comment there. We might read it out on the show. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. This story is darling. Katy Perry just had a baby Daisy Dove with Orlando Bloom. She got the best, most fabulous gift from <laughs> someone even more fabulous, Beyonce. Beyonce sent Katy Perry a gift. So Katy Perry did what we will all do, I think, if we got a gift from Beyonce. She took a photograph of it and slapped it all over social media, telling everybody that Beyonce sent her a gift. It was a floral arrangement, a beautiful bouquet of flowers. Beyonce has three children herself, so she knows a lot about motherhood. Also, too, Katy showed off a present from Lionel Richie, a co-judge on American Idol. He sent her a box of champagne along with a very umbrella and unicorn bathrobe. It is adorable. Mark, what would happen at Doris's house if the doorbell rang, she opened the door and there was a gift from Beyonce? What would you do? I would 100% just pass out onto the floor. I would need a, a, a paramedic to come and resuscitate me. <laughs> what, what, what would you do with... The trouble is with this gift from Beyonce, and I'm not, not trying to pick a problem with it, Beyonce, send me whatever you want. A, she didn't send daisies. She sent roses. Am I just being picky? What do you think? Rob, Beyonce can send me whatever she wanted. She can send me an empty box of tissue paper. I, I, anything that she could send, I would take And the other thing too, I was thinking about is if Beyonce sent me a gift, I'd want it to be a book or some shoes or something that would last forever. Flowers don't last. And you can't throw away a gift from Beyonce. What is she going to do when these flowers die? That's a great question, Rob. My mom, Doris, she actually uh, has the, the answer to this problem. She would take the flowers, she would flip oh. them over, dry them, oh. then she would put them in some kind of glass vase, and then we could put a velvet rope over it and we could invite people we could charge a a admission price and have them come visit (laughs) (laughs) the flowers from beyonce what's going on with rihanna what's happening there mark oh rob this story is kind of messy so rihanna is admitting that she and chris brown still love each other 
and always will. Now, when I saw this headline, I thought to myself, oh my God, I feel like I'm back in 2009. Mm. Well, I'm not exactly wrong. So let me explain what's going on here. The interview that Rihanna spoke out in was uh, featured on Oprah's Super Soul Conversations podcast. I love that podcast. I love Oprah. I love her podcast. I I will say that. Now, she opened up about the complicated relationship she had with Brown, uh, especially after their 2009 violent domestic abuse Mm. incident, which we all remember. Um, But I do want to point out, so the interview that Rihanna gave about Chris Brown was actually from 2012 and was repurposed for this podcast this week. So it's kind of misleading and a little bizarre. Um, However, uh, Rihanna in the interview said that she always has love for Chris Brown and that she probably will never uh, change her feelings about that. And I do want to say Chris Brown has said the same thing about her. Now, Rob, what do you think about repurposing an interview from almost 10 years ago? It's so bizarre. When I saw it, I was so excited to listen to the interview. And I've got to be honest, for the first couple of minutes, I didn't even know it was an old interview. I was like, oh, this sounds a little familiar. But often celebrities repeat themselves. So I just thought, oh, she hasn't changed her, her opinion very much. And then it became clear it was an old interview there's really not a lot of um, disclaimers on the interview telling us it's an old one I'm shocked that this happened and maybe even a little bit disappointed part of me thinks maybe Oprah doesn't know it happened and a producer just did this I'm thinking that is what happened do you think if um, this was a conscious decision by Oprah to put this out now do you think she called Rihanna and got permission we should say legally you don't have to once you record a TV show or a podcast or a radio show you actually sign a waiver and they can use that interview forever like I can use Mark Lupo's interview today or (laughs) chat today forever so when you're a big star Mark I can sell this for millions and millions of dollars so what do you think about this one though do you think Oprah reached out to um, Rihanna or do you think this is a producer who made a sloppy mistake well Rob I do want to say this is one of the slowest times of the year for news we're in that weird period before the summer's ending and, and before the fall being, begins and picks up so I think that things are really really quiet right now I think a, a, a producer maybe a new person from home was <laughs> right. just uploaded it and thought this would be fun to revisit. This producer's not going to be around for long and let me point out too on the Naughty Banana Show we don't do that there's no sloppy seconds here oh new 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 even on days when Mark has no power we managed to put on a show <laughs> moving along the stars from down Dancing with the Stars have been announced. This was yesterday, so the news came out after we had recorded our show. So we'll get to it quickly today. Carol Baskin's probably the biggest, most controversial name on Dancing with the Stars. You know her from Tiger King. What do you think about her in the ballroom, Mark? It's going to be a disaster. Oh, it's going to be so corny. They're, they have those theme nights where they dress up in different <laughs> outfits. And I, we know, Rob, that she'll be wearing Tiger King themed know, you know, know. dresses. And, and Tyra things. Banks, who's the new host and the producer of the show, the executive producer, Tyra's not subtle so Tyra Mm. doesn't do things by half she's fully in so there's going to be a lot she's going to get tigers in the dance room I just know on the ballroom floor there's going to be dancing tigers some other stars oh desperate housewife hunk Jesse Metcalf mm-hmm. about 10 years ago maybe longer he was like the guy of the moment remember that Mark he was like the hunkiest sexiest oh, yeah. so it'll be fun to see him again he looks great rapper Nelly's joining that's good um, he said he has two left feet so that'd be fun to watch there's always a Super Bowl champ I don't know sports but maybe you do Vernon 
Jonathan Davis means nothing to me, but I'm sure he's a big sports star. And we already released the names of Bachelorette Caitlin Brownstow and the Backstreet Boy AJ McLean. Oh, Johnny Weir's going to be on the show too. Bigger question though, Mark, they brought Tyra in to sort of freshen it up, make it a little bit younger and cooler. I think by this list of stars, it's pretty much the show we knew. There's there's not any A-listers in there. There's no Brad and Angelina. There's no Chrissy Teigen. I don't see anybody here that's a painfully obvious um, friend of Tyra Banks. Did you think Tyra would get bigger talent or do you think this is a pretty good bunch? Well, it's a great question, Rob. And I think last night, late last night, they announced Derek Huff will be coming back as a professional. So I think that they're giving fans a little something um, from the past so they can kind of bridge the gap between Tom Bergeron and Tyra. Yeah, I don't expect them to have A-list celebrities. And I think, you know, there's not going to be that much stuff on TV to watch. So I'll watch it. Right. I got a little bit of an exclusive here too. I was saving it for next week, but I'll give it you because that's the type of guy I am. Mm -hmm. There was some discussion about having Tom Bergeron come on the show as a dancer as a star I know not a professional dancer but there was some conversation about maybe Tom could come back and surprise everybody that now he was a member of the show but internally they decided that just wasn't going to be a good look and it was too soon and if Tyra was going to take over she didn't need to be in the shadow of Tom which I think probably is the is the right decision what do you think I think that would be so awkward for Tom, and I think he should just move on completely from the show. I would yeah. be sitting front row on the first show with a puss <laughs> on my face. I would, And every time Tyra speaks, I'd yawn. I'd be awful. I'd be you awful. Would. Okay, quickly, what's going on with Big Sean? Oh, Big Sean, he's finally addressing Naya Rivera's passing mm. and the diss track that he made about her um, back a few years ago. So this is a really sad and kind of difficult story to talk about. Uh, I do want to respect Naya Rivera, as you know, she died. Mm. He, she died tragically a few weeks ago. So talking to New York Magazine, Big Sean says that he probably would have never made the diss track "I Don't F with You" had he known his ex-fiance would have died in such a tragic way. He said it's hard to talk about as he's still processing the loss of Naya. He doesn't really feel comfortable talking that much about it because he wants to respect her. We have to know and point out that she has a young son. Um, He said that she made such a big impact on people's lives, that her career and her impact is way bigger than this song. And he said this actually wasn't a diss track uh, about her. He said that he played it for her, that she knew about it, that she even liked it. Um, but if, if he had known she would have died, he really would never have done it. Rob, right, I know sense. that when I go out to clubs, to parties, and that song comes on, everyone in the I room knows yeah. the words. Yeah. Yeah. I always think about Naya when I hear the song. I'm, I'm kind of considering maybe removing it from my, my I don't uh, know list if you should. I don't know if you should, Mark. I think I'd take it as a tribute to her. Every time it plays now, we can think of her, how fantastic she is. Let's never forget that. I think now it should be played even louder and even more often. It's not mean if you listen to the words. Yes, it's a little naughty, but I don't think there's any meanness there. I think now it's actually become even more of a special song. Let me know what you think. We're going to take a quick break, Mark. We will be right let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, with my friend Mark Lupo from usweekly.com. Mark, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Oh, so yesterday we talked about Bethany Frankel. It was an exclusive. Is still meddling behind the scenes in The Real Housewives, particularly in the casting department. Did Bethany get Dorinda fired? Is she still the boss? Will she ever be able to move on? That was the question. Can Bethany move on? Wow. 
89% said no. She will never be able to leave. She will always be there. What are you like, Mark, when you leave a job? Um, do you move on or do you stay in touch? Do you still meddle? What do you think? I think it's okay to stay in touch, but I think Bethany Frankel needs to get a life and just move she on. Can't, it's she can't sad. move on. When I um, at my last job in an office, there was a few people that left, and they always came back to visit and would just sit there for hours. And I didn't really; it was awkward for everybody. I'm really good at moving on. In fact, at um, at a minute past this podcast, Mark, I won't even remember your name. No, that's not true. I love you. I love you. I love you. Hey, don't forget to vote on today's Twitter poll about. It's actually not a Twitter poll; it is a poll. But you can vote on Twitter. For the poll, it is about Tom Cruise and Scientology. Will he ever leave? Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. Leave a comment and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for a nicest of the day. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Rob, I have a special treat for you today. <gasps> it's Channing Tatum dressed up as a sexy fairy princess. <laughs> now, let me explain. Uh, the Magic Mike star went on Instagram and shared this picture of himself, shirtless, might I add, uh, and a, dressed up like a fairy. He joked that he got locked in his daughter's bedroom, and he got in touch with his inner seven-year-old. It was oh. really, really cute. Oh. And I, I, I want to say, what's a picture on Instagram without promoting something? Oh, gosh. What's of he course, He's promoting his new children's Ooh. book. Uh, it's called, actually, cannot. Oh, it's called the one and only Sparkella. Very cute. Oh, Rob, where do you cute. stand on this? Do you think he's well, a sexy? Hey, <laughs> he could get locked in your bedroom at Doris's house, I guess, any day of the week if he wants to pop over and <laughs> be. I think it's really sweet. Like when I was little, when I was growing up in Britain, I'm not sure if it's the same here in America. But one of the coolest things you could say to. Uh, a, a guy, a gay guy, is to call them a fairy. It was mm. a, it was a term that was really not kind. So it triggers me a little bit. So to see him own that word and mm. look so fantastic, I think is really great. I also do think too, he knows the best spokesperson, brand ambassador for him is himself without yes. his shirt on. I don't think it's a coincidence. That in the picture, he even has a nipple slip mark. If you look closely, <laughs> I will be buying the book. You're our nicest of the day. And now our naughty, naughty, naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Oh. Mariah Carey has blown up social media again by comparing herself to Marie Curie. So Marie Curie was a Nobel Prize winning physicist and chemist, changed the world. So a comedian out there explained that she's a distant relative, the comedian is, to, to Marie. And uh, a guy said to her, it's not Marie, it's pronounced Mariah Carey. He didn't understand. Mariah thought this was hilarious and she responded, she has two Nobel Prizes and I have two diamond albums. So we're practically the same person, Mariah. I love you, and I love those diamond albums. Mm. Goodness knows, I've bought them. I'm one of those people that have that have bought those albums. It ain't the same as having a Nobel Prize. I love you, Mariah. I do love you, but it is not the same. We'll leave it there because it's time for a moment of Rob. So for 20 minutes or so, we like to make you giggle. 
maybe laugh a bit about celebrity gossip, but for a moment we're a little bit more serious. You get a rub, you get a rub. What did you get, Mark? You get you a, get a rub. rub. You'd rather those flowers from Beyonce or Channing Tatum, <laughs> I know you. So knowing yourself means being aware of what you like and what you don't like. You need to know what your strengths are and your weaknesses. You need to know what you admire about yourself and what you don't, what drives you and your dreams and what doesn't. So what I'm saying here is don't just focus on the stuff you don't like about yourself. That isn't getting to know yourself. That's only getting to know half of you. For everything you dislike, there's something you like. For everything you're bad at, there's something you're good at. Remember that. Mark, we've been talking about getting to know ourselves and like ourselves all week. Where are you on this? Do you like Mark Lupo? I do, and I'm spending a lot of time working on myself in this pandemic, using a therapist to find uh, the traits I like and, and work on things that I don't like. I think it's wonderful. Well, we love you. We like you a great deal. Knowledge is power. Think about it, everybody. That's it for today. Thank you so much, Mark. And thank you for listening to the Naughty But Nice With Rob Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave us a review. You can even leave one for for, for Doris. She's going to be lonely when you leave in a couple of weeks, Mark. So let's keep Doris entertained. And remember, if you're going to be naughty altogether now, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.